Welcome to Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's, the podcast where I ask the question, Whatever Happened to the Pizza at McDonald's? I'm your host, Brian Thompson. Recently, I ended my investigation into which sinister agent stole my local public library's DVD copy of the film Willow, after a psychic remote viewing session led me to believe my true calling is getting to the bottom of whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's. But as soon as I made up my mind to refocus my efforts on solving this enduring mystery, I learned that Donald Trump, acting president of the United States, had fired FBI Director James Comey, reportedly in an effort to obstruct the FBI's investigation into possible collusion between the Trump presidential campaign and the Russian government. This seemed like too important an investigation to leave unaided by my well-earned sleuthing expertise. After all, to quote the films Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Teen Wolf, with great power, you should be responsible. One problem. As I know from past attempts to solicit a comment from Mr. Trump on the past, present, and future of McDonald's pizza, he is not the easiest person with whom to correspond. If I were to question him about his ties to Russia, I would have to somehow approach him in person. Unfortunately, I do not yet have the necessary funds to purchase a membership at Mar-a-Lago, a.k.a. the Winter White House. Until such time as I can attain enough Patreon donors to make this financially feasible, I would have to come up with a different plan. And that's when a metaphorical light bulb illuminated above my literal head. There is a second White House, commonly referred to as simply the White House, which is located in the capital of the United States of America, Washington, District of Columbia, namesake of our first president, George Washington, D.C. I googled this lesser-known White House, and what I discovered both shocked and delighted me. Not only does Mr. Trump call this building home while vacationing away from Florida, but admission there is also free. This is due to a federal law granting free admission to all U.S. monuments, as many are too boring to charge a fee. I knew I had to go. Thanks to my co-volunteer Ricardo Santoya, who generously agreed to cover my normal weekend shift at my local small animal hospice, I was able to carve some time out of my busy schedule to travel to the other White House and seek an audience with Mr. Trump himself. When I approached the building, I was surprised to find that no one was allowed to simply knock on the front door, like a regular home. Instead, tall metal gates encircled the property from such a great distance that I had trouble even so much as peeping through a bedroom window. So, I approached a kind-faced Secret Service agent posted outside. My name is Brian Thompson. I'm an investigative journalist, and I was wondering if it's possible for me to go inside and speak with Mr. Trump. Uh, unless you have an appointment, you can't go inside the complex. Oh, really? Has anyone, uh, can I ask, has anyone mentioned my name or 
a show called Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's to you? I'm really not sure, to be honest. Uh, we do have a one-voice policy with media, so I'm not uh, permitted to really say anything, to be honest with you. Well, can I ask you, do you remember when McDonald's used to serve pizza? You're shrugging. You don't, you don't recall that at all? Personally, no. <laughs> you can't direct me to someone who might be able to tell me how to get into the White House today to talk to Mr. Trump? Uh, yeah, sure, give me one moment. Okay, thank you. In stark contrast to the agent with whom I originally established a rapport, the second agent who approached wore such a dour expression that I could easily imagine he just received the news that McDonald's no longer serves pizza. Hi, my name is Brian Thompson. I'm an investigative journalist, and I was wondering if I might be able to go inside the White House and speak with Mr. Trump today. Do you have an appointment? I, I don't, but I'm, an, I'm a journalist. Do you have an appointment? I don't, but I'm, I'm a journalist. I don't care who you are. Do you have an appointment? I don't, but I'm a, I'm a journalist. Is he not speaking? He's not here. Journalist? What do you mean he's not here? If you have any questions, you can call our headquarters. And that's for the public information officer. Do you know where he is? What did I tell you? I can call your headquarters? That's correct. What's the number for that? You can Google it. What should I Google? As an audio recording, the pauses that follow might be mistaken for calm moments of respite spent enjoying the ambient sounds of the nation's bustling capital. But in reality, they punctuated a tense standoff wherein this nameless Secret Service agent glared directly into my eyes through the thin plastic barrier of his sport shades. If these brave men and women could protect our presidents simply through the power of staring, then I suspect future generations will forever be spared another Lincoln-esque tragedy. Number for the White House? Or... Press number for the White House? Tensions mounted as I found myself encircled by more agents of the law. So I'm surrounded by Secret Service and police. Is Do you know? I'm sorry, I don't know what number I should Google or what I should look for to speak with Mr. Trump. Can you help me? Yes? No? Okay, well, thank you for your candor. Goodbye. Narrowly avoiding arrest by the mindless foot soldiers in Donald Trump's war on the Fourth Estate, I learned from the front-page headline on a breeze-born USA Today that the acting president had left the country on a diplomatic trip. I found it suspicious that he would jet across the Atlantic Ocean the very weekend that I visited Washington, D.C., especially since Mr. Trump reportedly fears sleeping in anything other than his own bed, a phobia common to young children and owners of Casper mattresses. But in the absence of first-hand testimony from the man himself, I turned to the next best thing, eyewitness accounts. Luckily, many people spend a great deal of time informing the throngs of tourists around the White House of various intriguing theories by a hand-folded pamphlets. If anyone would have occasion to spot Russian agents cavorting with the denizens of the highest levels of government, it would be one of them. 
Luckily, one courageous pamphleteer agreed to speak with me. Well, that doctor was there. He saw the whole thing, and he was in shock for the rest of his life. Mary was suicidal. Mm -hmm. Jackie was suicidal because they did it. Just going back to the beginning, though, um, the premise of your pamphlet is that uh, Mary Todd Lincoln actually assassinated Abraham Lincoln. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And and why do you believe that? Dr. Leal was there. He saw it. He was on the scene. You and I weren't there. Nobody. He was the eyewitness. He saw Mary holding the president's head erect when he entered. He told her to lay him down, which he did, found the wound at the behind his left ear, unclogged the, the, the wound, and the president revived. And that prolonged his life by nine hours, because dying in a theater, a theater was like... A, a, a house of ill repute, a bord, a bordello. You know, actresses were considered prostitutes. Many of them still are. Yeah. Evita Perón. Yes. Are you familiar with Evita? <laughs> From the musical? Yeah. You familiar with Evita? Yes. Don't cry for me, for me Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. She was a prostitute? Her mother ran a boarding house. Uh, it was a bordello. She said it was a boarding house, but it was a bordello. And then she became, uh, she married Juan Perón. Uh, that's very interesting. I'm also investigating uh, Donald Trump's ties to the government of Russia. Do you know anything about that? I love Russia. Russia's fantastic. Do you know, let me tell you what happened real quickly. World War I started in August 1914. The Germans had a plan of conquering France in six months. That's all the ammunition they had for six months. It was lightning, blitzkrieg, the Schieffel plan or something. Okay. They got within 30 miles of Paris, France. Okay. Juggernaut. All of a sudden, the Tsar, Tsar Nicholas II, mobilized his army quicker than the Prussians expected. And they started to push the Prussians back towards Berlin. Now, the Prussian general, um, I forget what his name was, Hindenburg or something, he panicked. And he pulled 300,000 troops out of France back to East Prussia. That was what stopped the Prussians dead in their tracks. The war became a stalemate, trench warfare, for four years. It was That's very Russia. interesting. It was Russia. The Prussians never got any further than 30 miles from Paris because Russia again and again has saved civilization. So Russia is the greatest. We should, if it wasn't for the British in Canada spying on us and spying on Russia, we would have the greatest relations. After the Civil War, uh, uh, Seward, um, um, Seward bought Alaska. 
And he also the western part of Canada wanted to be part of the United States. That's intriguing to say the very least. Are you out here very often? Yeah, I hope so. Have you seen any Russians going in or out of the White House? I have. I don't know what you mean. I, uh, Anyone that seems obviously to be a Russian. I don't know. Has, if they are pallid skin. If they were, I would kiss them and say, "Thank you, Mother Russia, for saving us, saving Christian civilization, again and again." I see. You can thank Mother Russia that you're not under this guy here, the third, the fourth Reich. You know the fourth Reich. That's was a, to a picture of the Pope, Pope Francis. Pope Francis, you see that? Look, with the crown. Where is he wearing a crown? In Roma. It looks. It looks like a an egg-shaped hat. That's a crown. That's a triple crown. Very intriguing. A triple crown. If I can ask you a possibly related question, do you remember when McDonald's used to serve pizza? That's a. That's a Tim. No. Why? I, I never... How long ago was that? Oh, in the, it was in the late 80s and early 90s. They used to serve pizza, and they don't anymore. I'm trying to get to the bottom of that as well. Yeah. Okay. We dodged a bullet by not having Hillary Clinton Rockefeller in the White House. We dodged just dodged a bullet, a big one. It's the... the, the uh, the end of the world is the, this, the exodus from Egypt is like an end of the world scenario. You know that Pharaoh was pursuing the children of Israel across the Red Sea. And then the Bible says that Jehovah sent his mechanic angels. And what did he do? He took off the wheels of their chariots. So they slowed them down. Is that in the book Zen and the Art of exodus. Motorcycle Maintenance? I haven't read it. Exodus chapter 20 in the Bible. Oh, okay. So if you're not familiar with the Bible, if you're not familiar with Holy Scripture... I am a, I am a devout Christian, but I have not read any of the Bible yet. What is, what is that Savior's name? What is the Messiah's name? Are you speaking of Jesus Christ, the son of Mary with no last name? There is no Jesus Christ. Jesus is a Latin name. What Jewish mother would give her son a Latin name under Roman occupation. So you're saying Mary was Jewish? Her name, she was, her name was Miriam. She was Jewish. He was king of the Jews. Well, that narrows down last names, I guess. His name was Joshua. Look, what was his last name? Do you know? Joshua Ben David. He was the son of David. Joshua Ben David. Joshua Ben David. So Mary's last name was Ben David? Yeah, yeah. See. That's the Messiah. The Jewish Messiah, Joshua of Nazareth, had a Hebrew name which means Jehovah saves. Ah, you're, you're reading from another one of your pamphlets. May I have a copy of that one? Jehovah saves. Thank you. you can have, here, you have more. Look at this. This is Daniel, gave the whole history of the world in a form of a statue. Look, monarchy, the form of this gold, silver, bronze, iron. And there is the iron and clay monarchies gone with the wind. Here's the rebirth of Israel, July 4th, 1776. Here we are at the end. Well, I look forward to so perusing these pamphlets in my leisure time. That's what you should be investigating. Scripture, holy scripture. 
that's the key. The Bible says that there will be uh, uh, that there will be two people at the end. It will be the the wise and the foolish. The wise will know what's going on, but the foolish will be oblivious. When my current investigations are concluded, perhaps I will look into the... No, no, no. Satan is talking to you right now, and he's telling you to postpone. It's critical. It's number one priority. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. First, Jehovah says, put me first. I am first, number one. Don't put me second. Don't put me off. Don't put me... Because if you do, it'll be too late. The Bible talks about uh, ten virgins. Five were wise and five were foolish. The five wise took oil in their lamps. The foolish were oblivious and they lost out. Well, the I, end of the world. I don't want to get into my sex life, but I find this very interesting. And I, I want to again thank you for your candor. I cannot say whether this pamphleteer can be believed. He was wearing cargo shorts despite rather brisk temperatures. But upon returning home, I learned that the Department of Justice had appointed a special counsel to resume the federal investigation into Mr. Trump's ties to Russia. I'm confident the effort is in good hands. If anyone involved requires my assistance, they know how to contact me. Pizza at McDonald's at gmail.com In the meantime, I shall resume my investigation into whatever happened to Pizza at McDonald's full time. In the past several weeks, I have received many leads. My quest is far from over, but with renewed focus, I believe in the depths of my heart that it will bear fruit. With a little luck and a little help from the man upstairs, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Ben David, we will learn why McDonald's pizza disappeared, and perhaps even what its ultimate fate may be. Today's episode of Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's is brought to you by Universal Pictures' The Mummy. The woman died, but now she is alive. One problem, she is better dead. The mummy. Watch the man kill the woman again. Do you know what happened to pizza at McDonald's? Do you remember it? Please send all correspondence to pizzaatmcdonalds at gmail.com, to our Twitter page at at pizzaatmcdees, or through Facebook at facebook.com slash pizzaatmcdees. Discover our blog at pizzaatmcdees.blogspot.com, where you can see a photo of the statue in which my White House informant claims the history of civilization is encoded. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you like the show, consider leaving a review iTunes users I Gotta Know, Jizz Augury, Silac, Gaze664, TSL Kid1, Storman8, Beel's a Babysitter, Weber1, A Bubble, Nader Rock, Battle Duck, Andrew, and Matthew1981 have already done so. To provide financial support, visit patreon.com slash pizza at McDee's. I'm Brian Thompson. Remember.